I don't, so thanks for learning with me. I might ask for an extra five minutes of your time because before we learn, um, before we learn Rav Cook, I want to share with you something that I was learning uh, a few hours ago um, for Zos. And uh, this comes from Ravichamaya Morgenstern. And I hope it's okay to share with you because it's, it's fortuitously connected to what we're going to be learning in Oris HaTorah tonight. When we start in the third parak, Mir Tzashem. And uh, we'll just run through it a little bit. Uh, I don't really need to do too much of a parish, um, but it's very beautiful, like uh, most of the things Ravit Shemaya writes. And, um, and I thought it's uh, relevant, uh, Moser, and relevant Divrei uh, Chayim for us to hear. So this is what he says for, uh, for the end of Likut Yam Chachma, Moadim. Highly, highly recommend these farm, they're amazing. Likutei Yam Chachma Moadim, he says like this, Bimeach Hanukkah, we'll go quickly. So you have to establish for yourself times to learn, starim. That they shouldn't, that they should be consistent and they shouldn't be moved for anything for you. The force of the Yantav of Hanukkah is for us to change and to make change, to become different people. We must establish set times for learning Torah. Right, a foundation point. And this means, when something is a chok, it means that inevitably you're going to have to make sacrifices for it. Inevitably, for example, you guys, I guess, have made a, um, I'll say this with humility, you've made a chok of coming to learn in this chabura, and you guys have finals that you're studying for, things that are much more immediate, at least uh, much more immediate needs. And yet you've made a chok to come and to learn together, to come and to, uh, to learn the words of Rav Kook. So that's going to involve Mesiris Nefesh. It's an act of Mesiris Nefesh on your parts, however small or large it may seem. Even if it's small, small limudim, even if it's a small seder, right, the five minute seder, Everybody according to their own abilities. It's got to be something that's consistent, that never moves. If you learn one day, yeah, one day you don't. This is why people don't feel any cheshek. This is why people don't feel any energy or uplift from their learning of Torah because it's inconsistent. And it's, you know, torn into shreds. It's fragmentary. And the main thing we're trying to get to is an equanimity, a menucha mitis, a true rest, to be able to rest, to be able to truly find ourselves ensconced and protected by Kaddish presence, as we find in the Torah. And Torah, learning Gemara and learning Hasidus, learning all these things, is the spirit of all life. So whether it's in the amount that we learn, whether it's a daf a day, whether it's a rambam a day, whether it's 20 daf a day, whatever it is, according to your abilities, time or amount of learning, it's got to be, chok means to engraved, carved in. So all of you at your brismila, so they talked, they said this, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a kavias with you. You have a covenant, and a covenant is not broken. And everything that the Yivanim wanted to do, make us forget HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah, 
is to not just make us forget the Torah, but when we lose Torah, we lose our mooring in this world. We find ourselves adrift. We lose our center. We're unable to find our, ourselves at any kind of menucha, at any kind of shalva that we want to seek in our lives. He says, so just as important as the learning of Torah and what we learn is how we learn it and the kavias and the, the, the essential point that we make this into a foundational point, the yisod of our lives. Somebody that's been able to come to learn shiurei Torah, you have to add, it's forbidden for us to pass through a Hanukkah, to pass through any Yom to be the same person we were beforehand. But when we make a Chok, when we make a Kvias in Limud, so then we find that the light of the Yom Tov changes us. That's what these holidays, that's what these days are supposed to do to us. We have to find Torah being like our breath. We don't say, let me set aside time to breathe today. We know that we need to breathe. So we should remind ourselves, let's set aside time to learn. Let's set aside time to, to go to Shiurei Torah and to be ma'amik in our own limited Torah. The same way that, that we know that this is the breath of life. We'll finish off to our paragraphs. And here's the connection to what we're going to learn tonight in Rav Kook. Mamish, the very first thing we're going to learn in Rav Kook tonight, and this is why I want to learn this together, even though you guys can certainly read Rav Itchemeyer on your own. So you have to know every single time that you learn, that you sit down to learn or to listen to a shir, before you do so, to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to remember the creator of the world. According to the power, the spiritual power and energies that you have, that Hashem gave you, that you're being, you're being what we would call remembering Akash Baruch Hu encompasses the entire world and everything is one. And the fact that we need to remember that great thought, that great encompassing idea, even in a fragmentary and torn up world that we live in. And when we do this, Kaddish Baruch Hu knows that our Torah is very, very important to us. And thus, Kaddish Baruch Hu gets a sha'ashuin, kiviyachal. Kaddish Baruch Hu enjoys and, and is, is mishtasheya and partners with us and learns with us. The Shechina is with us when we learn. And this cleanses and purifies us as we go from level to level. So this is all predicated, of course, on faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, faith that there's a God who gave the Torah, that there's a God who's Masaviv Kol Alman, Umemalek Kol Alman. So when we know that that's true, and when we have this Emunah when we learn Torah, when we have a Kesher to Emunah, to faith, when we learn Torah, So what's the net result? Remember we talked about this in the previous year, and what's the result of learning Torah Lishma, which is what Rav is describing over here. It changes us to become people that have the ability to improve and to reprove those around us, to be all good. We become wiser, we become more, more calm, we, become, we have a center, we're grounded, we're anchored, we're rooted. We're not going, we're not tossed about, like the famous Torah I always taught you guys about the Ish Kodesh. We're not an achsanya, 
Leruchas Mishtanus Ba'olam. Right? He says in Derech HaMelech and Shvi Shal Pesach. We're not just this hotel for the things that happen outside. Palm, palm good, palm bad. That's not what we are. And we could help other people. In the language of the Nefesh Chayim. To help other people. Because we have this imuna, because we have this faith that allows us to be calm, to have a center, to be anchored, to be rooted. It's because we've been zoche to continue to connect ourselves to Kaddish Baruch because we did so with Mesiris Nefesh, we made a chok, we made a kvis. When we've done this, we'll be able to continue more and more. So we could continue, we could spend a lot more time on this, uh, on this particular uh, point over here. Um, and uh, I would highly recommend the rest of the Diburim of the Tzaddik. Um, I would recommend you, you read my brother's book and you listen to my brother Shiurim about this great tzaddik in our generation, Vichemaya Morgenstern, who has all the Torah open to him. But uh, with that in mind, uh, we're going to connect and we're going to move on to Paragimel, Piska Aleph, Avarus Torah. Okay, you ready? So, previously we were talking about the fact that the Torah contains these great overarching ideas and concepts as well as myriad small details, dituke, ditukim, prate, pratim. And the secret in connecting and internalizing these pratim lies in constantly connecting them to the cloud. And this is how we learn to love each and every piece and to see it's important on its own and not just as a, big, as a part of one great big whole that we can't always understand and, or, or, or conceptualize. And when we talk about Torah writ large, so it's easy to see how that's connected to Kutshabrichu, Takutshbarchu. But it's far more difficult to understand how every detail of Torah does the same thing, which is, of course, available, which it does, and it is. So this is the work that we need to do. So with all that in mind, we start. Kesha Torah the connection between Torah and Akadushbarchu, and continuing to be Miyachid, Kutshbrichu Shrinte said. And to learn Torah with Emunah, which sounds simple enough, but then we remember sometimes we look at it as merely an intellectual endeavor for Chas Vashon learning Shalolishma, so it's very difficult to have Emunah when you learn. It's very difficult to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu when you're learning Shor Shenagach uh, in order to be the top guy in Shir, or when you're learning, you know, Hilcha uh, Shabbos in order to get the best job at a smicha, right? But when you're learning Torah Lishma, so your job is to do it with Emunah, to do it with faith. And we miyached kuchbrichu shchinte, like Rav Shmuel just told us. Kesha Torah b'Kadosh Baruch Hu. So how does that look? How does that manifest? Zeh Yisod Avodas Hakodesh Anchei Segula. That is the foundation of the holy work of Anchei Segula, which is you, which is you know the strong sons and daughters of Israel that Rav Kook was talking about. Shalom din Torah l'Shmuel Yisim Chesed in Knesset Yisrael in Piskehei of Parak Beis. That's the Chesed that we do when we learn Torah l'Shmuel. And these are the people who know, that, who know how to do, who know how to learn with the above thought in mind, of learning Torah with Emunah. So we are, find ourselves involved with learning Halachos, with splitting hairs, the finer points, the Chilukim, all kinds of Diyukim that we make when we learn Sugyos and Nikla. We already know intuitively which is why we learn in general, I'm assuming, right? We're learning because we believe in Hashem. We could be doing a lot of other things. We could be on Netflix all day or we could be looking for more ways to uh, make money or get an edge in the world 
or to entertain ourselves. But we're learning Torah. We already know B'derach Klal. This is already with us. This thought of why we learn Torah. We already know we want to learn Torah with Emunah. Every single prat and every single diktokalach of Torah is itself a facet of the way that Hashem manifests in this world and Hashem runs this world. And come directly from a Baruch who gives life to this entire universe. Amnam, however, However, even though we know this it's not enough. And what's happening deep inside of us, subconsciously or unconsciously, right? When we might even be asleep, we talked about Ritzadok in the Ritzadok Shirim, the the Torah of the unconscious, the Torah of dreams, the Torah of what happens to us when we're not when we're not using our seicha, when we're not using logic. So what's deep within us, what's deep within our soul, within the soul lies a deep pining, a deep desire for God, to connect to God. Meaning, within us, in a natural sense, because we have a chelik elokamimal within us, because we have a portion of God within us, so there's already action happening within our soul that wants to do this. There's already something happening within us that wants to do everything, not just learning Torah, but all the mitzvahs that we do, to do it with emunah. And not just mitzvahs, but every step, everything we do in our lives, to do it, right? The beauty and the pleasantness of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu pumps and vibrates within us. The connection and closeness to God is greater than any other thing in this world, greater than any other emotion, any other sense. Ravit Shemayr, by the way, talks about this, such an important idea in Ravit Shemayr's thought. If you read the... If you look, I recommend, what's it called? It's the two-volume, it's Likutayam Chach Masichus Ba'avodas Hashem. He talks about the fact that we're supposed to feel pleasure from this. It's supposed to be a pleasurable thing. It's a Tanagruchni, right? It's, it's almost Kimat Bilti Murgash, you almost can't feel it, but there's supposed to be an enjoyment here. And you could get that. You could have times when you know that you're doing the right thing, when you know you're doing Ki Lekach Notzarta, right? The Gemara says, don't be so happy when you learn a lot of Torah because this is what you were created for. It, Torah is its own reward. Schar mitzvah mitzvah, right? It's its own reward because there's no greater joy than knowing that you are where you're supposed to be, that you're doing what you're supposed to do, and that what's in your mind are the thoughts of God. And it's possible to feel that in the center of our lives as well. It's possible for that not to just be something latent and unconscious or deep buried within our souls, but it's possible to feel that in every action of our lives. There's tzaddikim that walk around living their lives like this because they constantly are doing it with emuna. And this is what David HaMelech meant when he said, David HaMelech was establishing what this I mean, these are some of the most beautiful words in the Hebrew language, right? We have words like chuka, desire, hishtokakos, kisufim, gaguim, right? Some of the deepest longings of our souls are expressed and they're actually met. We actually reach these things when we do this all the right way. Right? That's what this... So now Rav Kook is going to describe what this feeling is. But um, maybe before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit more about this chuka about what this is, shtokukos, about what it means to bring, right, to understand that within us already lies the ability to make this connection, right? It wouldn't be possible if it wasn't a latent power, if it wasn't something already within us, if it wasn't something already there. So, for example, for example, in Midrash Koelis Rabbah, 
So the Pasuk says, The heart shall not be filled up. The notion that, you know, you can never be fully satisfied in this world. So the Medrash there, I'll say it outside, the Medrash there gives a mashal of Abbas Melech the Marys the Yeroni. The Abbas Melech the Marys, you know, the city dweller, the lowly person. And the city dweller tries to give the Abbas Melech all kinds of beautiful things all these presents, all these wondrous gifts, right? Treats are really, really nice. You know, dinners, date nights, everything. Tries to give her everything he possibly can. The Basmelech turns to him with a look and says, you know, it's really nice that you're doing all this, but I'm a Basmelech. Nothing you could ever give me is ever going to satisfy or is going to hold a candle to what I'm used to, to what I was, to what I was brought up in. Obviously, the Basmelech is the Neshama, and the Ironi is us, is our guf, is our world. So in the Medrash, Chazal tell us, Kacha nefesh, so to the soul. If you brought the soul every single thing in this world, you tried to satisfy it and fill it with all the pleasures of this world, with everything that you think that might satisfy whatever void, whatever lack there is within you. So he says, It's nothing, because it comes from above. And um, if you'll permit me, so I talked about this in my shiurim on the Ramchal. So this comes from Sefer Das Tfunos. I didn't share, share it with you, but in Das Tfunos, one of the most beautiful svarim of the Ramchal, so there's a very similar lashon. I'll share with you two lines. This is part of the, uh, this is coming from the Seichel. This is coming from the wisdom. Das Tfunos is a dialogue between the Neshama and uh, the soul and logic. Yes, Ash? Well, I'm on page Chof Aleph, and this is Simon Mem. Is, is it Simon Mem? Yeah. Chof Aleph, Simon Mem. Mm. You ready? So it's on the second, it's, sorry, on page Chof Base. So the Ramchal writes, and I think it's in line with this Medrash Koelis Rapa. He says, because God Almighty, the great Ratzon Elyon, the desire of all desires, the mania, the, the engine of all things, God wanted us to know a little bit, a little bit of how God runs the world and how God manifests Klapenu. And even more so, that we should work on this hard. We should make a chok, we should make a kavias, we should have Mesiris Nefesh for this. This is worth the Mesiris Nefesh. So that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu decided to function in the way of people for us to be able to understand. For us to be able to have some sort of a hasaga in the way, I would argue that what Akash Baruch Hu is saying to us over here is that that hasaga comes, that hasaga, that understanding comes through the Torah. The way to understand God, the way to come close, is to be able to have a hasaga lukus like this. Beautiful. Okay. So then let's continue in the words of Cook over here. Ah. Dustfulness. Dustfulness. There's one more thing I want to. Ah. Can I share one more thing from Das Tunas with you? Yeah? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, should have, I should have given it to you. So he says, if you look on page Zion, on Daf Zion, so in, in Oz Chavdalid, so there's a similar Lashon as well, and this is also quite beautiful. 
and this is the Seichel still talking, and the Seichel says, Our soul is a small piece from above. And there's a natural inclination, and if you take something, there's a magnetism between that part of our soul to return to its creator. Like anything that, anything that was potentiated, anything that was drawn off from something, a larger piece, it wants to return back to that which, that which created it, that which generated it. And it doesn't find its rest until it obtains that. So that's what Rav Kook is saying right here. This is almost the exact same Lashon Zerah Kook, that the Neshama feels a pining, the Neshama feels a magnetism, a naturally being, being drawn to God. Noam Hashem Efaim Bekirba. Okay. Let's continue. So back to Rav So in order to be able to achieve this feeling, in order to be able to bring it in order to bring it to feel this Noam Hashem that's that beats within us, in order to be able to return ourselves, in order to bring up this feeling that comes from the highest possible realms, that's hidden also within Chagve Hatoru Pratim Kula. So it's hidden within all of the Chagvim that comes from Shir Hashim. Yoyna si Chagve Hasela, a cleft in the rack. Laoisa Amida Shalar Goshal Yona Kolelas. Right, and in order to be able to raise all the Pratim, all the details of Torah to this great cloud, and to this great overarching or the great overarching idea of Torah, Shihimapcha Banishatma. In order to truly feel this pleasantness, in order to truly feel this pleasure, this sanogruchni that we're describing, the noam elyon, this chibur, what action do we need to do? So we need to constantly remember to be miyachet kesher ha-Torah b'HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the esod of the Avodah Sakodesh, of Anshe Skula, when they learn Torah, when they do mitzvahs. It requires great strength, great spiritual effort to constantly do this. It's so easy to sit and to learn and to do mitzvahs and to be mitzvahs anashim lumada, to do it by rote and to do it because we have to or do it because we don't know anything else or to do it for ulterior motives is even sometimes easier. That the Rav, that Rav Kook started this with. Thanks, Ami. That the that Rav Kook started this with. He shayeches lekishur shotor. So in order to achieve all this, we have to constantly remember kesher Torah b'kash baruch that Maran started this Torah with. Da'ina lekasher Torah l'deletata apratis in Torah d'leila aklalis, which means that when we learn Torah, to constantly remember to, to this takes effort, right? At least the declaration before you learn Torah, at least the thought in your mind. Right, maybe a mesiras moda before you learn. Maybe that maybe that could be enough for us. God knows I'm not able to do this. But when we do that, when we consistently learn Torah with intentionality, then we'll be able to be well on our way to feeling that Noam Hashem mefaim bekirbeinu, and then to become those anshe segula who are mekasher the Torah ba'kadosh baruch. Which seems muvan me'elav. It seems obvious because you're learning Torah, but it's so not. So I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, this last part of this, right? Torah de la Tata Pratis, the private or 
or the Torah of details, with the, which is Dilatata, which is here below, and the Torah Dilaela Haklalis, the general Torah above. Where's Rav Kook getting that uh, language from? So it comes from the Zohar in Parshas Vayakel. And the Zohar in Parshas Vayakel surprisingly calls Torah Shedichsav Sefer Ila'a, the book of above. And Torah Shabal Peh is called the Sefer Tata'a. I'm just going to read you real quick from the, uh, from the Zohar and then we'll finish up. So the Zohar HaKadosh in Vayakel says, uh, I didn't provide this with you, and I don't know if you guys have this in your editions. V'cholman de'ishtadub araisa. Anybody that's osik in Torah. It's as if they're being osik in Torah, in the Heichal, together with Shechina Sharei Mayim, together with HaKadosh Baruch together with the Shechina Kivyachal. The Heichal Eila de Kutshibirichu Araisi. What is the Heichal? What is the, the place in which we encounter HaKadosh Baruch What's the Heichal? What's the spiritual, spiritual halls in which we encounter HaKadosh Baruch That's the Torah that HaKadosh Baruch gave us. That's, that's the base Vad. That's the place in which we encounter God. Most readily, for sure. There's other places to encounter God. When a person learns Torah, and is Osik in Torah, so Kashbuch stands next to you and listens to your voice. Hashem listens in a deeper listening. Kashbuch listens to what we're saying. And um, I'll just read the other thing, the Yisod of what Rav Kook was saying over here. Talking about the primordial river that comes out from Ganeidin that splits into many different other rivers. So that's Torah Shabal Peh. That came from the river of Torah Shabichsav. Vitorah Ila'a, so this is where Kuk gets this language from, from the Zoran Vayakil. The Torah of above. Amazingly, the Zohar tells us we don't call it Torah al haksav, which is what it is. It was Torah that is in writing. Rather, we call it Torah Shebichsav. And this is gorgeous. Why is it Torah Shebichsav? Because it's almost trapped within the writing. Honestly, it's Torah Alaksav. We, we write it onto, onto a klaf with Dio and a kulmas. But here, the Zohar tells us, no, it's called Torah Shebichsav, the Kayama Bichsav. It's within the writing. That makes, that's the Bezvad, that's the Heichal that we meet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we encounter God by learning that Torah. Meaning that what the Zohar HaKadosh is telling us is like the river, like the rivers that split out, or like the shards of the rock, the Torah the Torah de la'ela, when it comes down into our world and shatters into a million pieces and all these pratim, so the way in which we learn Torah lishma, and the way in which we feel this Noam Hashem Efaim Vikirbeinu, and the way in which we are, in the next Pisco, Rav Kook says, Malim Advarim Lamala Behira when we bring everything up, when we learn these pratim, every sugya, every sugya in Shechnaruch, every prat halacha that we learn, every machlokis rishonim, when we do that, so then, so then we understand that there's a tanug ruchni, there's a pleasure in connecting these worlds because we find ourselves, we find ourselves releasing the energy in the Torah Shebech Sav, the Torah Dileila, and bring it down to Torah that's down here into our lives, and we feel it, and 
we feel it like Rav Kook said, now we could understand what he means, but he says, we could feel it, this delicate, almost inelecutable, ineffable sense of, of joy and pleasure and Noah Mesikos, Avodas Hashem, the sweetness of serving God through learning Torah, can become more geshes, that's what David Amalek is describing it to him. We should be zochet as such a thing. Zos Chanukah is a good time to, uh, to remember that. And, um, and I hope, like we started off, so like, uh, like Rav Itchemeyer says, you know, can I finish off with one more line, Rav Itchemeyer? So Rav Itchemeyer says a couple pages later, something also, this is, um, you know, Minas Shamayim, that these connect. So Vichemeyer says, I don't know why it's scrolling so slowly. One second, let me make it a little bit smaller. Ravichemeyer says a little bit later on. Ah, oh, he says, he's talking about Ravichemeyer is talking about the fact that you don't light the Hanukkah candles above 20 amas. So Ravichemeyer says over here, Veloshi Yadlikos Lamalami Yasrim Ama, Kaamor Shekevan Shekol Hamitsiyas Akolokos, because on one hand, all of reality, everything around us, it's all God. And a person could say, what do I need to do anything? It's all Hashem. It's all one. Everything is shining bright. It's illuminated, beautiful. What do I have to do the work here? What do I have to be koveya? What do I have to make chukim for myself? Everything is shebechsav. It's all there. It's all in potentia anyway. It all exists. It's within us. It's mefaim bekirbeinu. Is it not? I can't extinguish that no matter how much I try. You have to light the Hanukkah candle. The reason we light the Hanukkah candles, as we say, especially by the Pesach, especially in order to be mayor, down below, and you can't light it high above, because the Hanukkah candle tells us, no, we still got to do that work. We still got to bring it to expression. We still got to bring it to debitui. We still got to be makasha, the Torah, tata, and the Torah, la. Hainu eitzachayim, toch eitzadas tovara. The eitzachayim, which is the Torah, la, which is kula life, perfect. Sovev kolalman, encompassing all the worlds and universes. And eitzadas tovara, and the complicated world that we live in. And when we do that, that's when we, Mirat Hashem, will find this Tanug Murgash to feel it. And I give a bracha to you guys that, uh, you know, learning in yeshiva, that you should feel this Tanug when you learn Torah and should stay with you the rest of your lives so that even when you're very, very busy and even when you have very, very busy lives, and uh, this could even be with people who make their lives about teaching Torah. Uh, take it from me. My life was supposed to be about teaching Torah. It seems like a lot of other things get in the way sometimes. Right? Uh, the work of setting up for other people to teach Torah but in order to do that, um, you understand, you have to keep this in your mind and this is something to take and run with you. So, uh, so with that in mind,